We wanted to talk today about words, the power of your words. I've read somewhere that I think women traditionally speak like four times as many words as men in a day. I think it's like men are five and women are 5,000, men are 20, women are 20,000, men are 5,000, yeah. women are 20,000. On average. And my brother used to say about me with gusts up to 25. <laughs> You know, that's actually a very well said statement. It's very good. I think I fall on the lesser end of 20, but you take those rollover words and run with them. Those are my rollovers. It amortizes out the end. Your poor daddy. Imagine that number, though. If it is an average number, 20,000 words a day. I mean, that's a lot of words. That's a lot of speaking. That's a lot of declaring. Oh, no. It's completely true, except it's 30,000 words. No Go kidding. sit down. Go sit down. Nobody is, asked you. It is true, though. She she does take the rollover for the entire I family. I more than compensate for the she entire does. family and the dogs and anything else that comes through. <laughs> so more than anyone, this should apply to you. Ooh. Since you have so many words Whoa. in a day, how important is what you say? You know, it's really interesting because I I actually listened to Kenneth Copeland years ago and at first I thought you know okay that's a little hard harsh a little this little. he was saying something and he and Gloria had decided to be very accountable to their words and he said something very flippant and she said oh, okay I'll go into agreement with those words and I'll believe for God to bring you peace he said no 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 I'm just kidding and she said no we're not kidding and I think that it hit me it was years ago but it hit me even though I may be flippant about those words even though I may be careless with my words, I'll tell you what, Satan comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The moment those words start pouring out of my mouth, he comes immediately to steal, to kill, to destroy, to latch hold and say, you said it out of your own mouth. And God empowers our words. Well, I believe mm -hmm. Satan takes that opportunity to empower our words as well. And I don't like it when people say, oh, I could just die. That'll give me a heart attack. You're just going to die. No, 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 no. I've had cancer. I've had surgeries. I've had a lot of other things. I don't take those words lightly. Yeah, and I think that's true for anything in our lives. What are, what are you declaring over yourselves on a daily basis? Whether in jest or in all seriousness, it could be anything. And if you have only so many words, or in some cases, excessive amounts of words that would to be, be said <laughs> in a day, what are you filling those numbers with? If, if you're on the lower end, like some of us, you know, you're only speaking so many words a day, Man, I'd want to choose them wisely. You know, um, in all honesty, when I was a kid, they had a doll called Chatty Cathy. I swore they named it after me. I thought it was, you know, programmed right after me. But Chatty Cathy would, you'd pull the string, and it was amazing. Good words would come out. Positive things would come out. And I don't know why, but it made a huge impression on me that if Chatty Cathy can say those things, why mm -hmm. shouldn't I be saying nice things like that? And I felt like my whole life I was accountable to my words. And to take certain words and be very careless with them would honestly bother me. And when I do hear people say, oh, this is going to kill you, and I will say out loud, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I may love you, I may appreciate you, but I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Well, there are lots of examples in the Bible that are really focusing on the power of words. I mean, we can start at the beginning in Genesis. God created the heavens and the word and the earth with his words. He commanded them and they appeared. They were created. They were formed out of nothing using his words. And that is a great example of how from the beginning, your words have so much power. Even if you're not creating the world or the oceans or the land and the sea, your words are still powerful. And he gives us examples of 
being careful with that all throughout the Bible. But that's a per you said it exactly though, even though we're not creating the heavens or the earth or the sea, the Bible says God created it with what? The Ruach wind of God of his mouth, but then he told us to be like him. And he put that, cre you are of God, of the characteristic and nature of God, little children. And greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. God put those characteristics in us and he intended, intended for us to operate in the same principles that he did. Jesus said very carefully, I must be about my father's business. I only work the works of my father. I do what he sent me to do. If he was accountable to his words, he was accountable to his actions, you know, why shouldn't we be? And to be honest with you, there's so many incidents scripturally, and I'm kind of paraphrasing it in my words, but God created everything we see in the visible with what he spoke in the invisible. There is that spiritual, supernatural power of our words. And if we don't use them properly, we can see the converse, the negative, the opposite start to happen. Jesus cursed a fig tree at the root. And the disciples looked at it and as if to say, well, that was nothing. And it didn't die immediately. Why did he curse it at the root? Why didn't he chop it down with the hatchet? Why, you know, why did he do it the way he did? Because Jesus was there from the foundation of the earth. And he knew that God spoke the world into existence with his words. And those words can be creative, life-giving words. And those words can curse the rebellion that was operating through that tree. Well, I think we need to understand that there is a spiritual force. God used it to create the heavens and the earth. It is the Ruach wind of God in our mouth. And it's not our thoughts. Our thoughts can do a lot, but it's not our thoughts. It's our words. Because the Bible says, let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart. Then it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You only get to where death and life start happening in Scripture until you get to the part that says, through the power of the tongue. It's not through the tongue, not the words, but the power attached to it. And I think there is that spiritual power attached to our words, and we have to be careful how we spend that power. What would be something someone could work on at home? Let's say you're just used to saying whatever pops into your head without really having any consequence of what you're saying. And, and you kind of sit back and realize, wow, I've been saying all these things, speaking it into existence without, I didn't really mean it, but I've been saying it. What, would you, what advice would you give to someone trying to rein that in? You know, as a kid growing up, I was that perfectionist that wanted everything to be 100%. If I didn't get 100%, I would go home and say two, two specific things. I'm stupid and I'm an idiot. Well, you know, a 98, you're not necessarily stupid or an idiot. But in my mind, I allowed that to get in my head. That was bad enough but when I created those words. I'm stupid. I'm just an idiot. Oh, I'll never get past that. Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? And you set a framework for your entire life to follow those words you speak. The Bible calls it very clearly self-fulfilling prophecy. There's one other thing that I, I will call my own personal pet peeve. You will know this from your childhood. I always said in my household, have an attitude of gratitude. Yes, you did. How many billions oh. of times did I say it? It was an annoying phrase. However, when you go out in public, if someone does something for you, you thank them. It's autopilot. It's automatic. The words of your mouth come from that because I said, Jordan, what do you say? I didn't say, what are you thinking when you were little? If someone did something, Jordan, what do you say? Please and thank you. Well, and we'd even say, what are the magic words? I didn't know any better to say them that way. But it was please and thank you. Now, to this day, Jordan's grown, but her 
words still our attitude of gratitude. She thanks people, even if in many cases, you know, they almost didn't deserve it. You go out of your way to say please. You go out of your way to say excuse me. You go out of your way to say thank you. But to me, you set a framework in motion when you use those words. Now, if you said something like to someone else, you're stupid, you're an idiot. To me, the atmosphere sucks all the life out of the atmosphere. The oxygen seems to leave the room and you're left with the rubble of what you just said. So what would someone who's trying to rein that in, what's a good habit to start forming? Let's say they weren't taught that from childhood the way that I was, and that's not a habit they're used to. Mm -hmm. How does an adult get into that kind of habit? You know, if you walk around your house and you've got a million situations where you can, as I say, whine, gripe, and complain. My husband <laughs> bought me a sign that says, thou shalt not whine, gripe, or complain, because I didn't want, my words were not accountable, and he wanted to make them accountable. And I think if we go in our house, and so every situation might not be perfect, but if you start by saying, praise the Lord, well, praise the Lord. You could say, you stupid idiot, but instead, you begin to say, praise the Lord today. Start with that. Praise the Lord. And then maybe start with, thank you, Lord. When something happens that you know you didn't do, why not just say, thank the Lord? You could walk around your house looking at a picture of your children and go, praise the Lord, and start getting into a habit of refocusing, repurposing those words and being accountable for them. I know at least for myself, I write things down and stick a post-it somewhere if it's something that I want to remember or something that I'm constantly wanting to focus on. And that would be true for something you know, really big. If there's a, a big goal or something, put it in front of me. But I like to repeat it out loud, even if I'm just by myself. For me, that helps. If there's something you want to really focus on, whether it's gratitude or watching your words or thinking positive things about yourself or others or saying positive things about yourself or others. I mean, even if it's something that it's simple, I have the mind of Christ. You know, if that's something exactly. that your thoughts are not really under control, write it down on a post-it, stick it somewhere, bathroom mirror, refrigerator, front door, wherever it is that you're going to see it and repeat it out loud until it becomes part of who you are. Something for me, that makes a big difference because oftentimes I'll start something, start saying it, start professing it, and then as the days go on, I completely forget about it. And having it in front of me visually helps me to constantly remember to focus on it. Your dad and I were talking with a precious friend of ours, Lana Vosser, she's in Australia, and we were doing a thing about divine health and we were talking about health and healing and we did a, um, a YouTube with her and the YouTube was Welcome to Health, or Welcome to Healing, no, it was Welcome to Health. And she told about something that she had been highly criticized for and she said, you know, it wasn't, had nothing to do with the movie itself, but it was just something she'd said about the movie Wonder Woman. And she said she had watched the, some, like a preview or something of it, or a picture of it, where Wonder Woman went like this. Mm -hmm. And she would say, and show that as an action. Your dad and I listened to what Lana said, and she combined it with, not today, devil. No devil. Not today, devil. Well. I had a doctor's appointment the other day. Just a regular checkup turned out to be perfect. Your dad was there. He sat there in the waiting room, but as they were walking me in, he went, Lindsay, Lindsay. And I turned around and he went like this, not today, devil. That was such a precious reminder. Don't be afraid. Don't walk in fear. Don't walk in worry. Don't this, don't that. Not today, devil. But he didn't just do this. 
that's that was kind of like the you know putting up the shield of faith that was a signal but his words in the middle of the waiting room right out loud not today devil and i'm like in jesus name amen okay not everybody was real comfortable with that maybe but it made me feel good we can take those even if you do nothing more than not today devil and meaning and the way wonder woman that was her sort of like her yeah. um, blocking mm -hmm. the attack not today devil start there yeah and then build from that words have so much power i think you might surprise yourself if you did a little experiment and started every day by complimenting someone someone else yeah. someone at work a stranger even and watch how as the day goes on you find more compliments going around more nice things being said you find yourself saying nicer things being more kind to someone else constantly being gracious constantly being thankful constantly reminding other people of good things about them kind things things that god would say about them not things that other people would say that are mean and hateful and terrible i had a situation happen recently that it's funny i laugh about it now and i didn't think anything of it when it was happening but there's this girl that's a blogger she's a mom she has two kids has a lovely husband and everything about her is lovely and i love to watch it and i saw her in the store and she was just as darling in the store even to other people so gracious in the store as she was on her blog to all these other people she was just mm -hmm. you know there was no um pretense or facade or anything i don't know what made me do this but i went over and talked to her now my humanness nature even though i talk a lot would have been to cut and run but i felt like i was supposed to and i just went and told her i thought she was lovely i loved how positive she was a christian and she was very vocal about her christianity well probably because of this girl's huge Instagram following and all this, she probably had, I don't know, maybe a billion people say it to her. Oh, I'm sure. But she lit up. I could have said something negative, or I could have said something, because there's nothing negative to say, or I could have said nothing at all. But because I used my words to build up someone that probably gets that all the time, she still lit up. Yeah. And to me, you can always say something to lift people up. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw men into me. Lift people up, say something complimentary to somebody today. Yeah, I mean, make it a little list. I got three compliments to give out today. Yeah. Every day. Check them out. And, and before you know it, you won't have to try. You'll find yourself doing it more consistently. You'll find in an office place where there's, you know, people that you know around, you'll find others doing it too. You'll find other people saying kind things and passing around the positive attitude and the love of Christ that we can use with our words. It's, it's something that it really is as simple as starting with you, starting with one person saying, I have the mind of Christ. God loves me. God cares for me. God loves you. God cares for you. And before you know it, you'll be surprised in some situations, the major things that, that come about after it. It's almost like you're reprogramming how you think and what you say. And maybe it's going to take a little bit of tweaking. But, you know, you want to run a mile? Start with a step. Yeah, it really is. It really is that simple. So start professing today. Profess goodness, kindness, things about yourself, good things about others, good things about you, things God would say about you, not things the devil would say about you. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember to watch your words for they become self-fulfilling prophecies and they have power. So use them wisely. With much power comes much responsibility. Thank you for listening to our podcast. 
When Richard receives your prayer request, he will pray over your needs, believing for the miracle that you need, and write you back. And when you give us your email address, you will receive a letter by email with a link to a video prayer specifically targeted to your needs. Call for prayer today, 918-495-7777, or go online at oralroberts.com prayer.